today was fairly typical for me. You know, when I get home, I like to barge in and get the dog all crazy and then grab my kids. And sometimes when I come in, they're hiding and I got to go find them and then grab them and wrestle and flip them on the couch. You know, normal stuff. <laughs> but then my kindergartner, Isaac, was sitting on the ground and playing with Legos. So I couldn't help but bugging him. So I scooped him up, grabbed him, asked him how his day was. And he told me that it was bad. I'm like, bad? I'm thinking, you're in kindergarten, man. You get naps, you get snack. What's bad? And he had like a sad voice and said that only one person in his class likes him. And he said it was a girl who thinks he's cute and nobody else likes him. I said, buddy, I like you. That's two. And my daughter, who's two years older than him, comes up. She says, I like you. He perks up a little bit. Like he got a little smile going. And I'm like, you know what, bud? I think mom likes you too. <laughs> I'm not, we'll have to ask her when we see her. And he started laughing a little bit. And I grabbed him and started tickling him and just to remind him, hey, listen, I'm like, you're super lucky, bud. You got a dad who likes you. You got a mom who likes you, a sister who likes you. You got lots of people liking you. And just remind him that he's at the age where the kids in his class might change their mind in a couple days. So don't get all bent out of shape about it. You know, with all that we're reading through 2 Corinthians, and today was a long one. I listened to the Immerse Bible podcast as I read. It helps me really retain it. And it was 48 minutes long today. But there's so much the Apostle Paul goes through that he's trying to remind the church of who he is. And when he says things to the church, it's not for his own benefit, but for theirs, that he's been suffering for this, that he's got nothing to gain from this, except that they have a strong relationship with Christ. There's obviously people there that disagree with him and what he's saying. He's encouraging them to be generous. He reminds them that, you know, he's telling other churches how generous they are. Like, basically, don't screw this up, because when we come, we're taking up an offering. <laughs> There's definitely some other churches out there who are much less fortunate than this church. But he says that I come and I work for my food. I work when I'm there. You're not giving to me. He reminds them that he boasts, not for all the things that most people would boast about, but he boasts in his weaknesses because he needs Christ. He tells them how serious sin is and how he's going to deal with it when he gets there. That strips you away from what God has for you. So recognize the sin in your life and turn from it. And stop being okay with those in the church who live in sin. And with all these things he goes over, I think the small thing that hit me the most today probably because of my conversation with my son was at the beginning at the beginning of the book of second corinthians the apostle paul gives a brief explanation of all the troubles and hard times that he's having even where he expected to die i don't know how bad your day has been there's nothing that came at me that had me fearing my life today but he says this as a result, we stopped relying on ourselves and, and learned to rely only on God, who raises the dead. And he did rescue us from mortal danger, and he will 
rescue us again. We have placed our confidence in him and he will continue to rescue us. There's even parts in the next paragraph or so where he talks about how he has continued confidence in his relationship with God. And it's that confidence that has brought him through so much troubling times that he's been experiencing. You know, sometimes we just need a reminder of that, that God is there for us. You know, even later in this book, he says how he had a thorn in his side and he was begging the Lord to take out, take away the pain. And he didn't. He still recognized that God was using that pain and suffering in his life in a positive way. You know, I think that my son just needed a reminder that, hey, you know, dad and sister and mom and family, we got your back. We love you and we care for you. Yeah, and we even like you. (laughs) And you know what? I feel like the Lord is the same way with us. That he wants to remind us that he has a plan for us. That he loves us. That we are his sons and daughters. But even though we're practically guaranteed to go through troubles, that we can have confidence in him who will one day bring us through bring us home to the heavenly citizenship of which we're a part of. That what we're experiencing here is temporary and that we serve a God that loves us. I hope you got the opportunity to get into the word today, that you're making God a priority in your life. And I am so thankful that you listen and I hope and pray that you are encouraged today. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, have a great day.